Hey guys, it's episode 200 of Glitch Free Gaming. Woohoo! We made it. We made it? We made it. We're all in one room for once. So it's game of the year! It's game of the year! Alright! Yeah. Right, okay. Dragon Ball Z Fighters, let me tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, it's, uh, guys, it's, it's not even me yet. It's not even halfway through the year. Oh, well, why what, are we here? Oh, yeah, why are we here then? What's, what's going on? I don't know, he just called us all down here. We are here to play Fiasco, which is a role-playing game. Kind of, kind of a storytelling game. Like there's, we will be role playing in it, but it's not a lot of rules. It's not like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but the basic idea of it is, we will be playing character, making scenes, kind of like in a movie, and kind of you know describing our way through them. Uh, and we will see how it goes. <laughs> Hopefully, it goes well. Yeah. So uh, we we just thought for our two hundredth episode, we'd try something different. And so we're, we're trying this, and if it works out well, we'll probably do a couple more uh, special occasions and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah so no, sounds, sounds good. I'm in. Yeah. So uh, we're using the Fiasco 2012 Playset play Anthology Volume 3, which is a long name for a book, uh, which basically just gives us a bunch of additional playsets to set in Fiasco. But if people don't know what Fiasco is, it is... Uh, a light kind of role-playing game where you're basically making a movie akin to uh, this place. I think adds a bit more, but the base idea is akin to something like a Coen Brothers film. Like it's, you know, everything goes wrong for the char main characters. Not necessarily something major, or but it yep. could be murder, could be involved, or it could just be like Big Lebowski. Someone might just come in and piss on your rug. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These things happen. Um, the place that we have chosen is White Hole. So I'm just going to read out the description for this. So, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of flesh. She'll shut your cock, ho your cock holster and save your own damn life. The heroes aboard Star Station Sigma took one look at that dimensional anomaly and they got the hell out of town. After the white hole, that's what the super genius science team called it, tore part of the, sta the station's hull clean off. The stupid bastards in charge ordered an evacuation. A few minutes after that, they were headed back to Space Legion territory with FTL drives at maximum. But the white hole had busted the lower deck all to hell, damaging many of the escape pods. So a bunch of people got stranded aboard Star Station, Station Sigma. That's gonna be really hard to say. <laughs> I yes, never realized how yeah. hard Star Station Sigma was. <laughs> the losers mostly. Those left behind, some jan some junior officers with delusions of competence, some hard drinking pilots who didn't respond to the alarm quickly enough, maintenance staff, a few asshole security officers, a bunch of prisoners from the holding area. Now everyone's trying to figure out how the hell we're going to get off this ship. Problem is, the Axtolarians hate the crook, the crook chills, the prisoners hate security, and the crew members hate the officers. The station's orbiting a white hole, and everyone's trying to kill everyone else. And we're just a clump of space wastings, uh, space waste circling the drain. I should have stuck with smuggling. <laughs> so... Yeah, the movies that he kind of recommends watching to set up are things like Event Horizon, Alien, Babylon 5, Pitch Black, Deep Space Nine, Pandorum, Sunshine. Um, we did the kind of setup stuff before we started recording. So the way Fiasco works is that each of our characters will have a relationship with each other. And then also will have some kind of detail object. So because we're only playing three uh with, with three people we needed to have one of each object so we have a location an object and a need so we'll just go through these so uh start with me uh, my character um we were just going to use our own names for ease of of remembering mainly <laughs> um 
is uh, an engineer who knows Mike because we are crew members together, and he is a bartender that I at a bar that I frequent, um, and we have a location in common, which is we both uh, share the location of an escape pod wreckage on the flight deck, which we've decided is a wreckage because during the evacuation we tried to escape. And I crashed the escape pod back into the space station. So we didn't get very far, but I tried. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then for my connection with Paul, uh, we have religion. So my character is also a Star Cult member, which Paul's will be as well. Yep. Um, we are both members of the same Star Cult. And together, we are hoping to escape in a pirate ship filled with plunder. Yes. So, Paul, do you want to go through your stuff as well? So, yeah, it's basically those for me and you, but then you and Mike. Oh, yeah, so me and Mike are comrades, and we're comrades because we discovered the thing together. And And uh, we have an object in common, which is the laser whip. Yes, and it, all we know so far is it's the laser whip that we used. Yeah, the laser whip that we used. Used for what? We don't know. That's fair. Um, and I realise actually now that me and Mike's things both have like our roles on the ship already because our relationship of crew members, like yes, know, Mike yeah. is a bartender, I'm an engineer, but Paul's doesn't, so, so we, yes. we, we, we probably yeah, need to think it? of something that Paul does on the ship or the station, or maybe he's just there. So part, being a Star Cult member. Part of the way that th- this is played as well, um, just for people trying to figure out what's going to happen, we can build that into the the story and that we're telling. So it could, you know, Paul could be like Chandler from Friends. We still don't know what the yeah. fuck it is he does on the ship. <laughs> I quite like that idea. Actually. You know, we, we could keep asking, so what is it you do? And every time he tells us, it, you know, and that's the blank that you've got to fill in. It's Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, um, I think we have everything we need. So the way this is going to work is we will start with... Uh, I don't know if it says who should start. We will start with... Da, da, da. Let's just say I'll start. Um, but basically we will take turns setting up scenes. So either you can establish or resolve a scene is the way that Fiasco works. So if you establish a scene, you basically say what the scene is. So who's in it, where it is and rough, like the vague setup of what you're trying to get from it. And then part way through, um, which scenes will only take like a few minutes really for right, the okay. most part. Um, it could be as long as it needs to be, but usually they're only a few minutes. Right. Um, part way through, whoever isn't in the scene, or actually just whoever didn't set up the scene. So for example, if I make up a scene, both of you two can kind of decide. You can either st- stop and talk about it or you can just kind of reach over to one of these dice and do it. But basically you're going to decide whether it goes well or not. If it goes well you'll pass the person that made the scene uh, yellow dice. It should be a white dice but we don't have white dice. So <laughs> uh, if it goes poorly you're going to pass a black dice. Right, okay. And then we will uh, continue the scene from then on with the knowledge that the resolution is going to be that. It's going to be bad or it's going to be good for the person that set it up. Right, so you can basically stop the scene at any point and just pass the yeah, yeah. Or if you so once I've once I've heard enough of what you're trying to do, I yeah. can say, well, yeah, you you did manage to grab that yeah, yeah. that wrench. Yeah. So there's the wrench. Exactly. Right, but you okay. you also it usually will be even more vague than that. It'll be like I want to convince you 
of a thing or I want to tell you yes. about a thing and we'll sit and have a conversation and part way through that conversation you can be like am I convinced or not right. or Paul listening could be like I don't think Mike's convinced or, right okay um, and then we'll you know kind of act out the rest of the scene with that knowledge so it'll get fucked up at the end basically <laughs> or yeah. it'll go okay. well at the end um, the other way we can do it is you can choose to resolve a scene which means that you can't not necessarily you can't think of a scene but you you want everyone else to think of a scene for you so they'll choose you know who's in it what the idea is and stuff like and that and you're basically going to try and convince the other part right okay instead you. yeah so then when you get part way through instead of someone else choosing the dice for the end of it you choose it so for example uh if you guys same example of i'm trying to convince you of something yeah but if that idea was you and paul's idea like I said, I want to resolve the scene instead of establish one, and you guys said, okay, well, you have to try and convince Mike of X thing. Right. Then partway through, I would decide if I'd convince you or not. Okay. So, same idea. Um, and we'll go through and we'll do that until half of the dice are gone. Okay. Um, and you, uh, During Act 1, when you get given one of the dice for a scene that you chose, you will then give it to someone else. Uh, and then we'll do a thing called the tilt, which we will probably pause our recording and we'll go through the tilt right, stuff okay. and then we'll figure that out. And so we'll do that when we get to it. Uh, but then we'll do another round of Act Two stuff, which will the tilt will change kind of the idea of it, and then we'll have a, a kind of resolution of right, the okay. overall thing. Okay. Okay. So I'm trying to think of what we should start now. Is always the worst. <laughs> um, let's say. We start just with me and Mike in the bar. I'm drinking. Mike's selling me the alcohols. And we're just discussing, like, if we have, like, any way off of the ship. And I'll kind of drop in the idea that we have an idea. Right. Um, But for some reason, I think we decided that we, we have a pirate ship to get out. Yeah. But we don't have enough people to run it. Was right. Basically, yes. the idea. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm getting my drink. I'm drinking my space drink. Hey, buddy. What you need in the day? Just keep it. Keep it full. Give me the space booze. All the space booze. Honest. Listen, we've known each other for a while. Don't you think that's a little bit too much? Ah, I love me my space rum. I don't have enough space rum, and don't you think you've caused enough fucking damage? Look, it wasn't my fault. It's the, you know, our escape pod was going to crash on its own. This The white hole has gravity, maybe? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, but let me use a physical example, right? Over here, that's the space station. Over here, on the other side, is the white hole, right? If the white hole had the gravity, we would have been pulled through that and to god knows where no we ended up back on the space station because somebody who loves his space rum I do love me some space rum yeah I rest my case anyway you wanted to come here and talk to me what's up look we have we're, we're trying to think of a way off we, me and my buddy we have a ship I'm going no, to I'm going no. to captain it's, it's alright this time look look that it's been what two space months since uh since two cycles, evacuation yes. yeah cycle space months that's that's what i said um since you know the ship the station was evacuated 
we're pretty low on rum. I'm pretty much sober all the time now. That means I can fly a ship. Okay, what about my um, Dragonian vodka? Explain that. Look, I borrowed that bottle. You, yeah, you. Borrowed. And it is uh, on the ship, but uh, it's to celebrate once we get off, not before. Right. Okay. Have you got a crew? Well, you see, there's only like, you know, six people left on this space station. There's you know, there's me, there's Paul, there's you. Wait, wait, wait! Hang on, hang on. Paul's you, Paul's figuring into this. How's he figuring into this? He's my buddy. I'm in the space Fuck church. No. no, Star Church. Just no. We went to Star Church together. I no. After the last shit that him and me went through, I. Why is it? I'm a barman. I serve booze, and I just get in these fucking crazy adventures. You bastards! I've had enough. <laughs> and yeah, just no. Yeah, so Mike is passing me a black dice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'm, I'm just gonna keep drinking for now then. But keep it in mind, keep it in mind, because you know, I heard that another floor of the bomb in the station just fell into the white hole. So we probably can't just say you're in drink forever. No, probably not, but you're probably going to do it anyway. Well, no, we have a ship. We can't really pilot it with two. We will crash it if that happens, but it's worth trying. No. Just no. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright, so that is our first scene, which did not go well for me. I did not convince Mike to join our pirate ship. Um, so the next scene's up to Paul. Let's go around. We're going to clockwise. Yep. <clears throat> um, so who do you want in the scene? What do you want to try and do? I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk in. Um, I'm going to talk to Mike. You have since passed out on the floor. <laughs> All right, cool. You so are, I'm, not, I'm not in this one. You That's are fair. blind space drunk, <laughs> passed out. You might have a puddle of vomit next to you. Space vomit, please. <laughs> space vomit next to you. It's that horrible blue colour of space rum. Oh, God. Uh, and Mike has a mop cleaning it up. <laughs> Space mop. So this is just after. This is literally just after. Couple of. <laughs> to me, literally seconds to fall over. Well, not seconds, but about an hour or so later. That's fair. Right. Okay. okay. And what what are we trying to achieve? Or... Um, I'm coming in to talk to you about this um hidden gem of a ship we have, and to ask whether you'd like to get off this damn space station. With right. Us. So you're you're basically trying to do what. Kieran had done yes, as well. Right, okay. I'm going to assume ahead of time this is probably also going to go poorly. But there's a good setup at least, if nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Alright, buddy, how's it going? Um, listen, I'm up to my neck in vomit, and God knows what you feed him when he's not in here drinking because the smells coming off him are fucking unbelievable as well. Wait. We tend not to talk about him. He just hangs about at the back of the congregation, if I'm honest. Listen, mister, what's the worst could happen? What the fuck are you doing here? I've, no, just after the last time, the shit that happened, are you telling me that this white hole, that the thing has got nothing to do with it? The, the thing has absolutely nothing to do with the big, swaddling white hole of death out there. Now, Okay, I, okay I, then com- explain Jones. Jones touched the thing, just had one little look, 
and then he split into two different personalities. How the hell did he get a clone of himself, a good and a bad? And I'm not even going to finish that because you know what happened. Well, look, that's no longer our worry. One clone buggered off on one ship and another clone buggered off on the other one and that's entirely up to whoever has to deal with that when they get to where they're going. Right. My concern right now is getting us the hell off of this dying space station and it just so happens that our little church of uh, Bob over here has a ship to get out of here. Yes, that's all lovely and well with you and your little cult of Bob, which I've never really fully understood. Why would you call a big fucking steaming heap of gas Bob, first thing? Well, it's actually Captain Bob, but... Oh, right, okay, he's been promoted. Fair enough. Now, the thing is... The thing. Right, I am not getting on a ship with you, Captain Von Pants over here, and the thing. Okay, we're not going to take the thing, and it's Engineer Von Pants, he's not Captain. Right, well, Engineer Von Pants and the thing... Oh, okay, so you're not going to take the thing. But we're, we're, it's grafted onto your fucking neck! But we will figure something out. We'll stick it out the windy, and it might get sucked off. <laughs> I've passed black dice to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the the scene resolves with Paul trying to convince me that the thing that we found stuck to his neck is just somehow he's going to get it off of his neck and I'm still not having any of this escape plan. Fair. Um, the other thing I realised is in Act 1 we have to give the dice away once we uh, get given them. Um so I'm going to assume that me and Paul are just going to actually keep these two because these two are... We'll just assume that we gave them to each other. Yeah, right. That works. Because it makes it a bit easier than to try to figure out what we would have done. Um, yeah, so Mike, it's your turn. So, so far... <laughs> so far, <laughs> me and Paul both took a swing at trying to convince you to do this. So, do you want to... Who do you want on your scene? What do you want to try so, to do? So, I am going to try and speak to Kieran and see if we can figure out I believe that the the thing has caused some of this anomaly and some of the things that have happened and I I'm trying to convince you that we are going to slice it off of Paul and get rid of it somehow okay and whether it could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing. Okay, so is this uh, a bit later, I assume I've sobered up? Yes, yes. Maybe so the next day, I assume there's not a lot to do on a dying space station except for sit in a bar and drink. Well, everyone else is kind of, the the, the six of us <laughs> are, are quite busy. But yeah, you, you, you've you've become sort of the, the rogue sitting in the bar and you sit there whether I'm there or not. Yeah. And we're still not sure what Paul does, but he's doing something. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Right, so... So, the good thing about you being in this bar all the time is I don't need to lock the bloody place. Mind you, there's, what, another three of us here, so... It's all right. I, uh, you know, I hear that you don't... You want to lock your doors anyway. Some stuff's been going missing. Uh, 
Yeah, there, there's been some weird shit happening. I have... I've been seeing things. There's people... My granny! Old Granny Arbuckle shows up. She's been dead for 300 years. She showed up yesterday on a tricycle with a blue balloon. Hmm. I don't think there's any tricycles on this space station. Exactly. There is weird shit happening, and I'm telling you, it's because of that thing that is now stuck on Paul's neck. What thing? I've not seen his neck. He wears that. He wears that turtleneck sweater all the time. <laughs> and you didn't notice the big lump, sort of sticking out. I That's not his head, by the way. I didn't want to say anything about it. I thought it was just like you know, you don't want to ask people about things like that. Right. Food. You know, two weeks ago we went on that little adventure to the um, the small asteroid that we passed. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul and I went away and then we came back and we've not really spoken since. I didn't know that, but, but yeah, sure. Yeah, well, we found this thing. And what, what, what kind of thing? It's kind of hard to explain. We, we, we've just been calling it the thing. Um, <laughs> and it looked... Did you? Oh, you remember that old film from oh years and years ago, uh, and it was a cartoon character, and he was um, he used to put on big red and blue pajamas and Garfield got it, yeah. Yeah, Garfield, yeah, and he he, he had webs, and he used to shoot webs. Yeah, Garfield, def- the web- definitely Garfield. Garfield, the web, the web shooter, yeah. And there was the one story where Garfield, the web shooter, put on a pair of black pajamas, and the black pajamas made him they, it made him bad and stuff. Right. Okay. The evil pajamas. Maybe are you, how much of your own stuff you've been drinking? Like... <sighs> Not too much. <laughs> but anyway, right. So Paul's changed. Have you not noticed he's changed a little bit? Uh, I did notice he's been stealing a lot more things. I mean, uh, he found more things. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, he, he's changing. He, just that look in his eye. He's got the wild eye look. Um, I think all this weird shit, Granny Arbuckle showing up, it's got something to do with the thing. And the only way we're going to get this is get that thing off of him and chuck it in a a space dumpster and get rid of it, shoot it out into space. But it's grafted onto his skin. He won't show you that, but so I think... So shove Paul out of the space station? Jeez, I thought that was going to be difficult, yes. Well, look... Like, I need Paul to help me get my ship off the station. Otherwise, we will all die anyway. Then we can throw him out. Once we're a wee bit away. I'm not comfortable getting it on. This, this space station is small enough. I'm not comfortable getting on that tiny little spaceship with Paul with the thing sticking out his neck. I think we should try and cut it off him. Or because you say we need him, cut the thing off him, and uh, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> if he dies, we all die, is maybe the issue there, though. <laughs> Listen, hang on, what does he actually do? That's a good question. We, it's we his don't... ship. Yeah, but can he fly it? Uh, I think that was what I'm for. Look, Bob tells us to forgive, and I don't know what Paul's actually done, but we should probably forgive. 
Forgive what? This object that's grafted onto your friend. Yeah, we should forgive the object, the thing. Actually, you know what? Fuck it, you win. I'll do what you want, but I've got this space whip. Just leave me with that. <laughs> that sounds fair. Okay, so... Yeah, I was going to say that goes well for you, so you get the good one. So you give that one to me? Yes. Okay, come. So I have uh, yellow dice and black dice left. Um, cool. And so we will go through another scene, I think. So... Um, what kind of scene do we need? I would like a scene of me and Paul uh, inspecting our ship to try and figure out if it's actually space-worthy. <laughs> Maybe it's weird looking at the plunder that Paul has gotten um, <laughs> and deciding if maybe we don't need all of it on the ship, but maybe you want to keep it because you stole it and you're very happy <laughs> with it. So you're um, going through all your loot and... Yeah, so I'm trying to think what I actually want to get out of it though, um, other than just kind of scene setting. Uh, let's say I'm trying to get Paul to part with some of his loot. Not all of it, just some of his loot. Okay. Alright. Alright, Paul. Like, I'm just saying, do we need both of these arcade machines? The um, 80s were centuries ago. No one uses them, man. We're in space. You're telling me you want to get rid of Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man? I'm saying you only need one of them. Like, what's the difference between Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man anyway? She has a bow, so what? There's a big difference. <laughs> Both of them stay. Alright, alright, but... Okay, hear me out. There's going to be three of us on this ship. And you have 17 assault rifles that you took from the militia base. Or from the, the, the armory. Do we need 17 assault rifles for two people? Even if we dual wield those things. We're still... We're, still... we're intending to be pirates. Pirates are heavily armed. That's the reason I took the anti-asteroid guns off of the top of the station and welded them to the front of the ship. About that as well. I mean, this this ship already was not. It was a cargo ship. It was not really made for. It should be fine. It should be fine. But I don't know, man. This this. Look, if we want to get rid of something, how about we get rid of the 18 sacks of potatoes that you intend on turning into space vodka? Look, man, we need food and or vodka when we're on this. <laughs> you have no intentions of eating those. That 18 sacks of potatoes is purely for you to drink, and that is the only reason you want the bartender on this ship. <laughs> Look, you've said yourself, you know, we're going to be pirates. Have you ever seen a sober pirate? Exactly. We need to be drinking the whole time. And you know, there's probably be a lot of murder when we're doing this. I'm not really in for that. So I, mean, I need to be prey hammered when that happens. Okay, you make a valid point. There is a history of unsober pirates. But how about we try and be the first sober ones in history and don't drive our damn ship directly look, into look, that white hole look. like that escape pod? <laughs> Look, it didn't go into the white hole, it went back into the space station, <laughs> but uh, let's... Okay. I'll meet, 18 I'll meet, sacks worth of... I'll tell, I'll tell you what, I mean, you halfway, right? We'll keep the guns, we'll keep the arcade machines, 
we'll get rid of this nice silverware because we'll probably steal some stuff like that later. And I don't know where you found that on a space station anyway. It's amazing what you can find in the captain's quarters. The, yeah, that's fair. The captain definitely did not go down with this ship. He was forced off. Do, get... you, do you know what that'll fetch in the space black market? Well... Enough to buy us an actual ship that I don't have to weld guns to the front of. But we already did the welding. Well, you already did the welding. I just fixed the engine. As much as we fixed the engine and welded on the front, we kind of do need a new ship. Because the heat-resistant shields on this thing probably won't even get us as far as the nearest planet. Alright, alright, right. We'll keep the stuff. We'll keep the silver. We'll keep the guns. We'll keep the arcade machine. The broken robot in the back is permanently broken. I told you this when you put it in here. I know you think it was a gift from Bob, but... I think we should just get rid of it. Scrap it. Have you seen those old movies from back in the Earth days? There was always a cool robot on those ships. We can find a cool robot that works. This one's a waste. It will never work. But they always thought those ones were broken and they fixed them. <laughs> it was a gift from the almighty Captain Bob. <sighs> oh, hail Captain Bob. Right, this... Uh... So, at, at this point, if I may, at this point, the automated trash robot that was scheduled to come by that Kieran had <laughs> scheduled to come shows up and you have to give it something. Alright. Hear me out. We put the broken robot in this trash robot and then we keep the trash robot. We can just get rid of bodies later. Or we could use it to get rid of you when you're trashed. That's also an option, but it will at least do something. No, we're not getting rid of anything. (laughs) I, I, you wonder what I do all day? I've got a list of jobs as long as your arm while you're sitting getting drunk. Pretty sure that list just says hoarding on it. No. You may have called it plundering, but it really is just looting at this point. There's no one here. Well, I mean, there's no one here to stop me. That's a good point. We're not oh, getting. We're not getting rid of anything. All right, we'll keep everything. <laughs> all right, so that was definitely bad for me. Yes. So we're gonna keep this one, and I'm gonna give it to Mike because he doesn't have any dice yet. All right. Okay. Cool. And um, scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Paul, it's your turn to do a scene. So we probably want to. So at this point, Mike has agreed to join our ship. Yes. But only under condition that we cut the thing off your neck, which yes. you don't know about. Which I don't know about. Uh, no, you do know. You... I do know. Oh well, yeah, you know that it's there, and you I know, know it's that, there. You know but... that Mike wants to get rid of it. You don't know that he's agreed under the condition that you get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm now proceeding back to the bar to once again try and convince Mike. Okay. And but... I'm not here this time. No. Okay. You're back on the ship trying to so get rid you, of my what stuff. So what are you trying to achieve? I, I don't know that you've agreed to join the ship yet, so I'm still trying to make you join the ship. Right, okay. Yeah. Maybe let's say the the end goal for him yeah, is just it's, to get it's... you to agree to join the ship even though you already have. Right, okay. Yeah, you're playing it coy because you don't want me to know that right, okay. I've agreed and there might be a death plot for me in there. Right. 
make. Yes. All buddy. All pal. Are we still doing this? Look, dude. We have the ship. It's good to go. It's full of shit. That that we're gonna sell that shit to buy a new ship. Why don't you? T- He's an engineer. You're a qualified. Actually, what the fuck do you do? Top secret. You don't need to know that. Right. Okay. Why can't we just build a better ship? Look, we need to get off this thing before it falls into that gaping white hole that's sitting below us. Right, okay. Are we going to talk about the thing? We can have the conversation about the thing. I agree that, yes, we should probably get rid of it. But it's currently welded to my neck, and I don't know what getting rid of it's going to do to my health, let alone my life. Right, okay. You think you're fine right now? I'm good. You, you're good, right? Have you seen your quarters? We used to eat off your floor, right? Now, it looks like an episode of Hoarders. We won't even talk about the spaceship. Something has happened. You have changed. It's doing something to you. We need to get rid of it. It's it's plunder. We're we're taking our ship. We're going to become space pirates. Not the plunder, the fucking thing! Welded to your bastard neck. I agree. We have to get rid of it, but let's get off the ship first. The thing on your neck and the plunder are connected. No, no, no. We're going to become space pirates. That's why the plunder's there. Honestly, it's like talking to a bottle of Peruvian whiskey. You've got Peruvian whiskey? No, you stole that three weeks ago. Right, look. We need to do something. You see, you have a serious problem. You may not know it, but you have it. Okay, I'm willing to sit down and talk, but hear me out first. We need that drunk nonce to fly us off this ship. Right, okay. Tell you what. I will agree to come with you if we do something about the thing. I agree to do something about the thing. Right. We will do the thing. It. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do the thing. We'll do the thing. We will. I'll come with you. But you have to agree right here and now that we will get rid of the thing. I think, I don't know how, that the thing on your neck is connected to everything bad that's been happening, including the white hole. And you have to agree that we need to do something, even if it costs all of us our lives. I agree with that. Done. Awesome. Okay, so... That went well for Paul. Paul, yes. He convinced you to go on. So you get you have to give that to someone else now, Paul. Oh, the green? Yeah, a uh, yellow. That uh, yellow. Right, okay. Worth knowing, Paul is colorblind. <laughs> yes, I am very colorblind. <laughs> um, so don't ask how that welding got done. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, so Mike, this is the last act, uh, last scene of Act One. Okay. So after this, we will be doing a thing called the tilt, which we will probably do off recording and then discuss it afterwards. Um, but yeah, so do you want to establish a scene or do you want to resolve a scene? Uh, I think let's let's try. Um, I will resolve a scene. Okay, because I had the idea that maybe your scene would be all three of us, and it's us, uh, trying to rip the thing off of Paul's neck right and then we can decide how that goes <laughs> or you can decide how that goes and resolve it and then that'll be a good end of act one and act two will be you know we'll go into it but it'll be us trying to get off the ship and dealing with the aftermath of the thing right that makes sense okay Paul yep yeah alright All right. Bloody hell, how much vodka can he actually drink? The, wor- the worrying thing is, he's got 18 sacks of potatoes on the ship he wants you to turn into more vodka. I was talking about you! Oh. Well, it's really bloody painful when you try to rip that thing off my neck. I'm trying to numb the pain. Look, 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 look. And I, this whole time, like I say, Paul is like lying down on a bench, like strapped down, and I'm just pouring vodka yes. onto his neck. <laughs> Like, no, neither of us are doctors, and we're just like, this is probably enough to help cauterize it or something, even though we haven't done anything yet. We're just like pouring alcohol <laughs> on it to clean it. Right, so the choice that you have is you can either have this old school scalpel, or you can have the laser saw. Or laser whip. We'll just swing it. Hope for the best. Yeah, I think the laser whip might be the best option because if you remember when we found the thing, how did we get it? The laser whip? Yep. And what happened with the laser whip? It caught onto it? Yeah. Let's try wrapping the laser whip around it and giving it a good old tug. <laughs> <laughs> But first, let's try to get the thing off your neck. So, right, that's has got it wrapped around your neck. Now, you stay there, keep him strapped down, here and make sure he doesn't okay. move. I am going to jump off this balcony, hang on to the laser whip, and see if it comes off. This doesn't seem like the most surgical procedure in the world. Can someone pass the vodka? Uh, well, um, I finished it. It's alright, we've got uh, this light beer. That's got some alcohol in it, I think. Light beer? What is this? 20th century America? Uh, Fuck it, I'm going. One, two, three. And then you get to decide the resolution, Mike. So, <laughs> does this go well? Do we rip it off? Does the laser whip automatically like cauterize the wound? Or... <laughs> The thing pulls off Paul's neck, but it becomes sentient and it moves. Guys, why the f- does that have legs? Alright, so I start unstrapping Paul from the table and like, he seems to not be wounded at all. Like, there's not even like a scar from where the thing was connected yeah. to his neck. It was just kind of on there, like less tightly than we thought. Yeah. Um, so... Are you alright, Paul? I, I feel fine. Never felt better. Who put all this crap in here, by the way? 
Alright. Uh, I throw the empty bottle out of my hand at the, the, the black thing that is kind of scurrying away as we get Paul up off the table. And... I think we follow you down off the balcony, although we use the stairs. Yes, you use the, the stairs. Um, so that we regroup. But, um, I mean, you get to choose a resolution, but I think that went well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there is some kind of thing wandering around the space station now, but yep. at least it's not on Paul's neck. Yep, and we now need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So you get a good one, I guess, and right. you have to give it to someone else. Okay, and we'll give that to Paul. Yeah, good. So it means we have one of each. So... We are now going to tilt, so we will stop recording for now, and we will be back in a second. Paul will probably put some really nice music, like, right here. back so we did this tilt bit which basically involves us all rolling the dice that we got for the scenes that we just did but we skipped over a bit because there's a bunch of looking at tables and figuring things out but basically it adds some kind of modifiers to the second half of our uh, movie technically yeah um so we have added mayhem a dangerous animal is this which for us is going to be the thing, thing. yep um, no relation to the thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, guilt. Someone panics. So these are just things they don't necessarily need to come up in the second half, but you know, keep them in mind when we're making our scenes. Yep. Uh, which means to start with, uh, I need to think of a scene which I have had a while to think of one and haven't. So actually, I'm going to suggest that you guys think of one and I'll resolve it because. <laughs> Uh, worth also remembering, doesn't matter too much for listeners, but for us, um, this is the second act, and during the second act, um, same rules for the acts before, for the scenes before, so you can establish one or resolve one, but when you get a dice at the end, whether it's someone else giving it to you or you giving it to yourself, um, you keep it, you don't give it away. Right. So, yeah. Does anyone have an idea for a scene? I'll, I, yeah, with? if you want to go then, Mick. Yep, yeah, um, okay, so uh, we have uh, we, we've seen the thing being separated from Paul mm-hmm. um, and we've seen it scuttle off um, through the through the, the monitors that we, we were tracking it through the monitors that we have seen that it has Ran, ran away, mm-hmm. and it's starting to kind of evolve. And so the scene is that I've went one way, and you and Paul have caught scent of it. Okay, and the scene is where you get to the thing, and you see it change. Okay. And you, it it has become, and that's. Okay, so it's become something for us. Yes. Um. So me and Paul like round the corner. We're kind of heading more towards our ship than towards the thing, but we knew the thing was close to it, so we're like, all right, let's try and pass by it without it seeing us too much. Uh, But we end up slap bang, like, in the same... Like, we're in a hallway, and it is right on the other end of the hallway behind it is our ship, and 
the thing is there. And as we look at it, it goes from the kind of just, it was kind of just a blob before. It was a tiny blob when it was on Paul's neck and it's expanded a bit into a blob that has four little legs for running. <laughs> just <laughs> four little legs. Little tiny legs for running. But the rest of it's still just a shapeless blob. It's, it's constantly moving and we're just looking at it like this. a fucking weird thing. Um, but as we look at it, part of the blob starts to move up towards the front and form what could theoretically be considered a head but doesn't look like any head we've ever seen before and it starts to open up what could technically be a mouth which just doesn't make any noise it, it flaps around as though it's trying to but doesn't make any noise and so I around Paul I go uh, let's go a different way <laughs> no no uh, let, let's let's not go a different way let's sit here for a minute and see what the hell's going on did that thing just sprout a head uh if it could sprout a head it could probably sprout teeth and i'm not into uh blob teeth anywhere near me and i think we should go this way away from this unsure why, 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 why? It's going to be fine, right? We're just going to sit here and see what happens to it. We need to see what kind of thing this transforms into. I'm not sure if you're just scared because you're drunk or scared because you're a wimp. I haven't had a drink in minutes. And let me tell you, this is the most sober I've been in minutes. Um, <laughs> the... Well, see, that explains a lot. You're sober. We've put all of the alcohol on to the ship. I don't know whose idea that was or how you convinced us two to go through with it, but you did. Well, we're getting ready to leave. We have to get onto the ship and get out. But the thing is kind of between us and the ship, so I still got some work to do on the engines before they actually be space-worthy as well. Look, we're going to stay here for a minute. We're going to see what this thing looks like. And then if we have to, we're going to climb through the air ducts to our ship and get those M17 rifles. So we're going to start just murdering random things is what you're saying. It's a big, black, nameless blob. Oh, so blob. it's racism now. I see how it is. How would Bob <laughs> think about this? What would Bob think about murdering this Dude, there's this no racism form? involved. It's a black lump <laughs> oh, of yeah, transforming. See, uh, uh, yeah. That's it's the colour it is. There's no racism involved. So you're a blobist now. I see how it is. If it comes down to the thing or us... I'm shooting the hell out of it. And then we look around to see the thing that has heard us arguing this whole time and has just wandered off. <laughs> it's not there anymore. Problem solved. Let's head towards the ship. I'm locking and loading anyway. Okay. I think that was a good outcome for me. Yes, yeah. No. We didn't actually say specifically we wanted to get out of it, but I think getting to the ship was part of it. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is Paul's turn. Okay. So, so Do you need to give that away? Or? No, uh, Act 2, I get to keep this one. Oh, right, okay. Um, okay, so we're in the hangar bay. We're trying to fix the last remaining things that need to be fixed for us to leave. Mm -hmm. We need Mike still, who is who bolted when the, the blob bolted. 
Well, I <laughs> what had happened was I'd bolted to try and we we separated. Yeah. I went the one way, and you guys went the other way. You stuck together, and I went off my yeah. own. Yeah. So. The, the resolution we're trying to get is to get the ship space ready for us to leave. Okay. So is this one maybe like a montage then? More than like a scene of us actually interacting? It's no, no, there's, like... th- there's about to be some... <laughs> it goes tits up. Okay, cool. Are right. We, so are we all... We're all involved here and we're trying to get the ship. Yes. What, just, what, what's well, missing from the ship? What do we need say, to do to get us, it done? Yeah. Kieran needs to finish some part of the engines. Me and you're trying to make sure we have enough supplies to make it to the nearest planet. Okay. Right, okay. So, weight reduction, we are going to have to lose some of this stuff. I take it we are past the, the whole thing of keeping 755 arcade machines. Yeah, uh, I just want to keep Gallagher and Miss Pac-Man. Right, okay, clearly this, there's still some after effects of the thing, but right, okay, that stuff's gone. That oh, Warlord's uh, machine would be pretty good if we have three players and we can do multiplayer, guys. We're, we're, <laughs> we're already getting rid of the five other arcade machines. Come on, we need two for entertainment. Otherwise, we're going to have to either talk to each other or put up with his drunk ass. Right, I don't know if you've noticed this, but that white hole is getting bigger. The space station is shaking the shit. Uh, me and everything else in it and we now have a sentient life form wandering around and I don't know whether it's going to want to eat us, fuck us or just talk to us. So would you kindly make a decision and we can get the fuck out of here. Okay, jettison the, jettison the arcade machines. Thank you. We can't jettison it, we're inside a space <laughs> You would literally just knock it onto the floor. He just likes the word jettison, leave him alone, how are you getting on with the engines? Oh, it's all good, I need another, like, hour maybe? There's just a little bit to hook up, because we need to be able to carry these cannons that we have already welded onto the top of the ship. We need enough propulsion to get us away. Also, we're really close to the white hole now. So we need a lot more propulsion to get us away from it. But I think it'll be fine. I hooked up some leftovers from other ships in this hangar, which they were in better condition than ours. I don't know why we took this one, but it's too late now. I took them off, jerry-rigged them onto our one. It'll probably be fine, but we need a little bit longer. Right, well, could somebody tell us how much time we have? Because I make a mean martini, but these fucking screens mean nothing to me. And then as we are saying that, like, alarm goes off and it's like... <laughs> Beep! This is a structural issue on the station. Guys, yeah. guys. Floor 3 is uh, in critical condition. Gu- guys, look at the monitor. Look, look at the monitor. That thing has grown a giant mouth and is eating the remainder of the space station. Four hours until... Station collapse. Uh, right. Best you get to work then on All those right. engines. Get us out of here. Let's just hope it doesn't attack the one remaining thruster keeping us from that white hole. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that went well or bad then because we didn't get stuff ready but we know what we're doing. Yeah, so we have a plan. We did manage to shed some weight. So we got the we got the spaceship half ready. I think, yeah, I think that went well. Okay, went well. Paul, you get a good one. 
still you get need to keep that one. Still need to. All yours. Still need to try and sneak Gallagher back on. Fair. Um, and then Mike. Right. So. <laughs> right, so Paul has. We think he's fine, mm-hmm. but he's still showing little bits of the, yeah. you know, the after effects and things, um, and he has become increasingly more and more paranoid. And he has now got to a point where he is convinced that the thing has taken form over one of us and he's convinced that I am the thing and I'm trying to convince him he's got me cornered in the one of the corners of the ship um, and he has got he, he is threatening me with a fork <laughs> and he's got me and I'm trying to convince him that I'm me and not the thing Okay. and that's what I'm trying to do Okay, so you're what you want to get from it is that you're not convinced, Paul, that you are not the thing. Uh, yes, I'm trying to convince Paul that I am not the thing. Okay, Paul, very cool. Right, you need you need to calm down. You need to leave. Just to put the fork down. This is my only protection against the thing. You look. I'm telling you how many times you need to go through this. I am not the thing. I am. Your friend, I am the barman. What yeah. do I need to do to prove to you that I am not the thing? You might look like the barman, but the thing was changing. And it's easy enough for you to look like the barman. For fuck's sake, the thing would, according to your own definition, was a 12-foot black thing with a huge mouth. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> I really can't. Right, your paranoia has gotten too much. That's it. Put the fork down and step away from the fork and me. Are you sure there's not a part of the thing attached to your body somewhere controlling you? Where? Look, I have turned around. Do you see any weird things sticking out of my body? (laughs) More than normal. More than the usual weird bumps. <laughs> Look, dude, those are some really baggy pants. <laughs> I do not like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> there is plenty that you could be hiding in there. Yeah, that's not happening. That is not happening. You are not getting into these pants. <laughs> no one wants it. I want nothing to do with the thing. Right. For the last time, are you going to step... What What more do you need? What more evidence do you need that I am not the thing? Look, we have less than two hours left before this space station goes into the white hole and that's as God knows what's going to happen at that point. Can we please get on with it? Let's get on the ship. See, if you're not happy, I will... Let's get on the ship, get out of here. I will put myself in the brig on this ship okay. just please put the fork down okay. and let's we do need you to get out of here thing 
but 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 we'll, we'll we'll take you as it is right now. We need you to get off. But if I see one more thingy like behavior from you, <laughs> you're going straight out of that airlock. You fucking lost it, man. I reckon that's a good. You didn't convince Paul to you know not think you were the thing, but you did convince him to keep you on the ship. So yep. I think that's probably good. Um, okay, so we have three scenes left, uh, and they're all going to be bad endings. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to suggest that my scene will just be. Uh, so at some point we're going to have to take off, I guess, but that could probably just be right at the end. Yeah. So I would suggest my scene could be the preparations are done and we realize that we need to open the we need like the 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 bay the doors open so we can actually take the ship off right now we're just in a hangar that's closed up and we can't you know leave at all uh-huh um so I'd say me and Mike head up to the control panel while Paul is manoeuvring the ship into position to take off. Now spaceworthy. Um, one person can manoeuvre it, but not enough to actually like, you know, take it anywhere. So you can just turn it around, basically. Um, and as we are looking at the monitors in the, the hangar and opening the bay doors, we see the thing wandering across two of the different monitors. Right. Okay. And I think what we want to get from this is we want uh, we want to get back down onto the ship before Right, so we need to get the door the doors open, the doors open. and get back to the ship. Yeah. Alright. Okay. okay. So I'm pretty sure this button Opens the doors. I'm saying hitting buttons and nothing is happening. Right, hang on. Where's the guy that you normally runs these pl- things that opens the doors? Hal, where is Hal? Weirdly, he got evacuated. Um, door opener is higher position than than barman and pissed up engineer apparently. Yep, apparently, and whatever the fuck Paul is. I, I still don't know what he does. I don't know, he slept on my couch for months now. He keeps saying, they get a job. Yeah, it, it's always this top secret. I can't tell you. you you're not qualified to know and all this. Exactly. But, um, look, I think it's one of the... You know, is it just me or is... How much have I been drinking? Because it looks to me like the blo- the thing is on two of those monitors in two different places. No, I think you've been drinking too much. That's three monitors. Ah, that's not good. That's worrying. None of those are near here, though, so that's fine. Yeah, no, that's that. That's fine. Um, I'm gonna have another drink because I I am not wheeling your ass out of here. We have got to get out of here. And I hit a button and the doors open. (laughs) All right, let's get back down to the (laughs) ship. Um. But I think as we start to go down, the doors going into the hangar are now closing as the doors to like fly out are opening. Right. Um, you idiot. You have separated us from the ship and... Oh, for 
How are we going to get to the ship now? All, All the right. main doors are shut. I have a good, good solution. So, the hangar, <laughs> the control panel we're in is like overlooking the hangar. Yes. There's like a big window that we can see through. And so I pick up a chair and just throw it out the window. And it smashes out and allows us access to down there. But we have to jump quite far down. <laughs> right, that... <sighs> We we are never gonna. Where the fuck did Kieran go? I'm really surprised that that window broke so easily, <laughs> and I jumped down and like smashed my leg, like completely <laughs> just fucking shatter it on the way. Like, I laughed and just like it's all good. Come on, Mike, let's go. <laughs> so, um, so I I jumped down, and we then hear other voices. Coming around the coming around the corner. Uh, how many crew members did you say were left? There was only six, including us. Yeah, that looks like fifteen. All right. Well, the doors are locked. It's all good. It kind of as a bad resolution, yes, which is yeah. good because it's all we have left. <laughs> so we are both now. On the hangar floor. Yep. You managed to land gracefully. I landed shattering my femur. Um, and so, like, you're kind of... I, I've... Like, you have... You're, you're holding me up, basically. And uh-huh. we are both kind of limping towards the ship. Paul is in the ship. It is hovering there, ready to take off. And there's a lot of noise outside of the hangar. Right. right. And then it's... Paul scene. So I'm inside the ship watching you two try to figure out how the hell you're getting back to the ship with Kieran's broken themer. <laughs> I've got the... <laughs> I can't hear anything because the engines in the ship are booted up and we're in hover mode. They're ready. super loud because there's like 50 engines tied onto the side of the ship. Yeah, it's, it's like a scene from Up but with engines instead of balloons. <laughs> also some balloons, weirdly. <laughs> Space balloons. What button do I hit again to just hover here and not take off without these idiots? So what's your try to get out of this in first place? Uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to get you both onto the ship. You're a little bit further ahead of me. Down the you're a little bit further ahead of me down the uh, runway takeoff bit for the ship. <laughs> Alright. In the hangar. In okay, the hangar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to manoeuvre the ship. To get you on board without you having to uh, stumble along the length of the hangar with a broken leg. Okay. So this is basically just you then. So it'll be just a scene of you well, it's, doing it's, actions on the. Yeah, system. it's me, and I um, happen to have an intercom system that I can shout at both of you. Fair. Okay. <laughs> okay. What button is the intercom to tell these idiots to get in here? Is it this one? No. You already have it turned on, Paul. We can hear everything you're goddamn saying. Well, isn't that great? Look at you, Mary Poppins. Where's your umbrella? Oh, wait, you don't have one. What's an umbrella? We're in space. Oh, I forgot you don't get old Earth jokes. (laughs) Okay, give me a minute. I'm going to try and manoeuvre over there so you guys can get on this ship without having to drag his sorry ass. Just... Okay, go. What what button is forward again? That's not how ships work. It's not as simple as the forward button. 
Maybe maybe hold on and we'll we'll get there eventually. No, no. What what buttons the forward button? I'm coming to you. You push a button and just the Gallagher cabinet gets ejected out the side of the ship. <laughs> Shatters against the wall. Well, it, fly, it flies out, hitting one of the rep- the the replicas of the the thing, and pins it against the wall. Well. That's a good outcome, but shit, I just put that back on the ship when they weren't looking. Just leave, open one of the doors, the cargo door, so we get in. It's the big button that says cargo door. Is it this big red one? No. No. Are you sure? Never touch the big red button, just push the ones with a picture of the doors on it. What about this one that says missiles? Definitely not that one. Definitely not that one. Oh, okay. I, I can't seem to figure it out, guys. You're just gonna have to climb up the ladder. All right. I say, you get a bad result for that one. Not because anything bad particularly happened, but just because you were completely ineffective <laughs> in what yes. you wanted to do. <laughs> your head and buttons, like I don't know, probably. Go. Cool. So, Mike, you get the last scene. Right. And this die could be any color you want, even though it is black. Right. Okay. So you're gonna get it regardless, but you can count it as either color. Right. Okay. Um, so, so it's the end of the movie. Well, not the end because we're going to do an aftermath of the results of our characters. Um, right. So we are the, the the spaceship. We have now got it on the ground. We have uh, gotten Paul away from the controls. Yeah, I'm b- back at the controls, yeah, sitting yeah. at a. A chair, so that I don't have to, you know, my leg isn't bandaged up or anything. It's still just fucked up, but I'm sitting there, regardless. Um, intoxicated enough that I can't feel it, so it's fine. Yep. Um, at this point, um, from our right, there's one of the the bay doors burst open, and at this point, the thing has now amassed a army of clones that are moving steadily. They're not aggressive or anything, but they're, they're moving steadily towards the ship. At the same time, we are now have 20 minutes left The in the space station. Structure damage is beyond repair. It is going to blow up. We seem to be getting pulled into the white hole. And we have, uh, every so often, the, everything shakes. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to do now is I am trying to... Uh, I, I'm trying to pilot the ship through the shakiness and, and get us through the mm-hmm. just out through the hangar because you've had to go and secure other things and you've been trapped and you're busy trying to make sure yeah. that the I'm basically doing like the Scotty thing or the um, yeah you're trying to fix the, the engineering yeah, exactly. yes. so you're trying to fix the ship but at the same time you're the only one that knows how to pilot it we already know we can't trust Paul <laughs> so you're now trying to get me to give me the instructions how to fly this thing right, to get so out of here talking over the intercom basically. yep right have you fixed have you fixed the engineering yet I need you back up here uh, I'm going to stay down here it's not as stable as I'd hoped it would be um, but you can pilot it it's fine it's easy it's easy okay at that Right, what am, I, what am I pushing? I have no clue what I'm doing here. Alright, well there should be a screen in front of you. It's a touch screen. You can just touch it and just there'll be a map 
Yep, yep, I've just, got that. No problems. Just tap somewhere. We don't care as long as it's away from here. And that'll set a course. Okay, right. I've done that. There's a little planet. I've pushed the planet. It's up. We're up. But we're shaking. We're too much. That We keep crashing into the top of the space station. How the... Help! Uh, okay, well, what you're going to do is you're going to turn every engine on full blast and we're just going to punch a hole straight out of here. Right, okay. We'll go through anything. That way we don't have to worry about, you know, important things like manoeuvring. Right, okay. <laughs> the, there's a countdown here. It's saying 15 seconds. Yeah, that's that's about right. I'm going to keep wiring all this stuff together. Everything's... This is not together well. I was not sober when I detached these. Jeez. Um, where's Paul? Guys, can, can I help with anything? I'm just kind of standing at the cargo bay doors with a gun here. Get, I, I would suggest you get yourself strapped in. We're at nine seconds left. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm looking out the little port bay window here and there's a crap load of those replicant symbiote things. That's fine. Don't worry. They probably can't get in, maybe. Six seconds. Uh, when that timer goes down, it's we're going to go very fast in one direction, and it's... Three. It's going to hurt. It's never a good time to tell one. you I was just a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, the, the spaceship bursts through the station. The uh, There is a huge almighty explosion. The white hole explodes, sucking everything in but the, it, it's just this white the white mm. thing fills the screen and we don't know just this went okay that's the end then and that means we get to the aftermath which is basically how we're going to talk about the resolution for our characters um so apparently i was just the janitor we have four <laughs> dice each and we actually ended up with two white two black each which works out well so we're all going to roll these dice and do the same thing as we did for the tilt, which we didn't record, but uh, for people don't know, right. we're going to record all of our dice and we're going to take the highest, we're going to add the numbers together per colour, so all the black right. dice get added, all the white so dice get added. So is that black? I thought you said that could be... Um, For the resolution it counted as oh, right. either, but it is a black oh, dice. Oh, okay, right, okay. So, yeah. And then we will take the highest number and we'll take the smallest number off of the highest number. And the colour matters as well. So, for example, I have three black and seven white. So I'm going to take the three black off of the seven white, and so I get four white. I have... Okay, I have a ten white and four black, so I end up with six, six white. white. Eleven white and four black, which means I end up with seven. Okay, so seven let white. me find the aftermath page. It's 58. Okay, so... All right, first, Mike, what's your story? White, six? Uh, white six, yes. White six. Uh, you got a weak ending. You're busted, beat, and broken down. But at least you've learned a lesson about human greed and frailty, right? It'll self serve you well. It will serve you well in prison, which is where you're now probably headed. Um, so basically, you don't get a great ending. So we'll we get one more scene each, basically like a really short one, just right, to describe okay. what happens to our characters after this. Right. So keep that in mind for it. Like, your ending's not going to be super happy for your character. Right, okay. They're not dead. Yeah. They aren't great, but yeah. <laughs> they're not dead. Um, Paul, what was yours again, sorry? White 7. White 7. So yours is the same. It's your busted beat broke down. Um, mine was... Oh, I've forgotten. Mine was White 4. 
bitter. You know what it's like to be utterly crushed, casually brought low, forced to eat your own words and stand mute and powerless against your enemies. They gloat and you're helpless. So mine is even lower than your guys' one. <laughs> so we go down to one more scene, kind of aftermath. So our ship escaped the destruction of the station, presumably. Uh, yeah. Um, we don't know what happened to the things. Nope. But we like say these are like the the post credit scenes. We all get like one yes. each of like yeah. resolving of our characters. Um, I think mine, as as kind of as we have just left, like we've. I've managed to get everything stable and I have hopped back up so that we're actually like on a course somewhere. Um, in the meantime, we have managed to very roughly hack off my broken leg because we, <laughs> because it got infected and we're like, well, we can't fucking do anything about that now. Um, we should have probably brought a doctor with us. Shame they all got evacuated already. Um, and I'm just sitting, drinking out of a bottle of rum, which the camera zooms into the bottom of it. And there's some black goo at the bottom. Oh no! Da da da! <laughs> well, my character is in the cargo hold, going through what little was left in the cargo hold, uh, and then his face lights up a little bit, and stashed behind some other stuff that we had to take with us is the Miss Pac-Man machine. <laughs> But it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it doesn't work. Link. So, final scene is him playing an arcade machine that does not work. <laughs> A little bit of insanity still left from the thing. He's playing it thinking it works. Like, oh yeah, God, I'm getting a high score. The screen's black. <laughs> so the, the camera opens up and uh, I'm sitting in prison just in this, this solitary jail cell. So and this is quite a bit after. Yeah, the, 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 this is quite a, a bit after. And um, the guard walks past and um, the, the camera follows the guard and he goes and sits down and he's got a paper, a newspaper. And in the newspaper, the camera catches the details of a Pandora's box responsible... <clears throat> for blowing up Space Station Sigma and creating a white hole. And the story goes on to say that a barman with delusions of grandeur had found an open Pandora's box <laughs> and the ramifications are still unknown for the galaxy. Nice. <laughs> cool. We did a... We, we did a fiasco. <laughs> And a fiasco it was. It was a bit of a fiasco. It was good though. Yes. I enjoyed it. What did you guys think? Did you enjoy fiasco? I did. I did. I've played it before, but I think you guys have. No, no, we haven't. Um, so yeah, if you uh, if you like that, you can um, let you us know. know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Um, send let's, us let's... send us emails or uh, tweet or. Uh, all sorts of other interactions, which um, my brain is not working <laughs> at the moment. So, and if you are new to the podcast, this isn't usually what it's like. <laughs> we no. actually just sit and talk about video <laughs> games. Uh, but this was just a fun change of pace for our two hundredth episode. Too is indeed, and stick around. We may do more of these. Um, yeah. Normally, we do talk about a mixture of board games and video games. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, 
And this officially is our 200th episode, but it's actually closer to, if I did my counting right, somewhere around the 240 mark. I don't know if it's that high, is it? Mm, yeah, if we you count each individual episode of Game of the Year. Yeah, was we did... How many years we did? Yeah, we did... Well, we've done... We... Oh, I don't know how many I don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's that many, but it's probably close to 220. Yeah, two fifteen, two twenty. Are you forgetting done... all of the Xbox One announced podcast, the PS Four announced podcast? Nah, because we only did a few of those, and, we've all done a few and then we've had Game Jam podcasts, podcast from E Three, uh, podcast mm. from EGX, podcast from E Three. I still don't think we did this, mate. Well, whatever. We did that there. <laughs> yeah, we've but, been doing. Yeah, it's, we've been doing this for ages. It's anyway, our official two <laughs> hundredth episode. Yes. Uh, there's still a small chance, depending how long this takes to edit, that the 201st episode went up first. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out later. Um, we'll, yeah, because this seems like it's going to be a pain in the ass for Paul to figure out. Yep. Audio monkey at the service. So hopefully it sounds good. If not, send all your complaints to Paul, because it definitely wasn't anything to do with us. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think the uh, only thing we need to do is say thank you for everyone for listen, you know putting up with us for 200 over 200 episodes and you know the yeah. people that download and listen and uh, hopefully this was something different for you and you like that and uh, we will definitely do it again I think as well yeah, yeah for sure see ya see ya <laughs> <laughs>